Welcome to the Good Is Cool podcast. My name is Macy McNeely. And I am Loy Day. We hope to help you gain confidence, grow your sales communication skills, and inspire a positive culture. Life is a series of sales. Many people try to take on the game of life without refining their communication and sales skills. These skills are vital in order to be a leader in the marketplace and in your home. Our sales training program called Guide Culture will help you build your confidence, communication, and culture through effective techniques. Let's get started. Picture this, you sign up for a new business opportunity. Maybe it's an MLM, multi-level marketing, Maybe you are going off on your own to be a photographer. Maybe you are starting an Etsy shop. Maybe, who knows what you're doing. You're just really excited to go out and do something and follow your dreams. And you start to post on Instagram. You start to post on your Instagram stories. And your friends aren't as supportive as you thought they'd be. You know, maybe they're talking about you behind their back and maybe you hear people gossiping about you and it's just like really weighing on your spirits. And I I get it. You know, at the beginning, I think maybe I felt a little bit of this. But over time, my friends have been really, really supportive. In fact, I just had coffee with an old friend. I've been friends with her since middle school and she came to the Good to School event. And she was like, Macy, it was so cool hearing you talk about your childhood. And I and I knew it was true. I knew everything that you were sharing was real and I had experienced it too. And I really felt like I was watching you in your element. And that was the first time, you know, she had said anything like that. But I feel like that that's becoming a theme. But in the very beginning, I totally 100% felt like people didn't really understand kind of where it was coming from. I think that's perfectly normal. Mm -hmm. I I did the same thing. I stepped out and started on my own. Mm -hmm. And I had the same experiences. Some people ran to me say, hey, I want to help you. I want to give you my business. Right. And some people kind of ran the other way. Did not. Yeah. And you just learn and you deal with it because mm-hmm. we are a soldier. And we do. We have a, a, a mission mm-hmm. and a passion. Mm-hmm. And we have to learn to just block that out. Yeah, for sure. But there are some mindsets and some things that I've learned to kind of believe and develop these beliefs when it comes to this topic. And I just want to encourage you, uh, if you are the one starting the business or starting something exciting and you're feeling this, I just want to encourage you. And if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, my friend sent me this because she's starting a business and I'm not really like down for what she's doing. I just want to encourage you to just let you know, like, I get it. It's weird when you start to see people change and be different. And I I totally, totally get it. So hopefully these points in this message will will help you get kind of excited about your endeavor. And and as you get experience in whatever you're doing, you will you will get tough to that. You'll learn to run through that. It, it won't bother you as much. Uh, but Macy does yeah. have some good points of why yeah. that happens and some, some ways to be thinking about it. Yeah. So the first thing, I have five things that you can do and five ways that you can think when it comes to this. And the first is just to expect it just to expect that it's going to happen and be really pleasantly surprised when it doesn't. Did you know the people who didn't believe in Jesus the most were the people from his hometown? Because they knew Jesus when he was just a little boy. They thought, ah, 
that's Jesus. He's not the, no, that's not him. He's not the son of God. He is not the, no, 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 no. That's not him. They doubted him the most. So if it happens to Jesus, you better expect it's going to happen to you. And I think that when you expect it, you're not surprised. And so then you're not hurt by it. You're just kind of like, this is part of life. This is what it is. It's not a big deal. It's part of the journey. Well, you're with good company. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then you have those coffee dates, like I just told you about that I just had. And you're pleasantly surprised and you're encouraged and your spirit is lifted. But expecting it and just knowing that it's a part of the game, you just know that, hey, it's not going to affect you. It's not going to affect you. You are in a mission and you're not going to be distracted by stuff like that. The second thing that you can do is to be so incredibly thankful for the ones that are cheering you on. And I don't mean be quietly thankful for them. I mean, go to them, text them, call them and say, hey, I know that you're so supportive of me and I am so thankful for you. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for cheering me on. Because what they're going to do from now on is they're going to rise to that occasion when they're in that circle of friends and they start hearing someone kind of talk about you. They are going to rise to the occasion of supporting you because they know that you've acknowledged their support and that you are thankful for their support. And that encourages them. You're going out of your way to cheer them on as they are cheering you on. And it makes them feel really good, too. Yeah. And it's also, it's also good to compliment people indirectly, compliment people yeah. to other people, to third parties. And that's an opportunity to, to tell someone about how nice they are, how supportive they are, and how they've really encouraged you. And that just makes them look good and makes you look good as well because you're saying nice things about people. Yeah, totally. And I know um, that when I kind of open up and I'm like, hey, I see you like encouraging me and loving me. Uh, when I open up in that way, like I start to bond with that person even more and my relationship with them becomes stronger. And so, and I always want stronger relationships, don't you? Oh, definitely. Yes, absolutely. The third thing that you can do is to be genuinely interested in the people that aren't supportive. So I feel like when I first started, I, my entrepreneurial journey, I almost hardened up a lot because I knew or I felt like people weren't like interested or supported. And I think my first instinct was like, well, I'm not going to be interested in your life either. You're not interested in mine. And I have no I have learned that that is literally the opposite thing that you can do. The best thing you can do is to sit across the table with somebody and just be genuinely interested in their life. Be a good finder. In everyone. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And and you know I was so new to this and I just didn't know how to think and I didn't know these guide culture skills. I I was just a mess. But being able to just be like, hey, tell me about your job. Tell me about your life. Tell me about your husband and your kids and tell me about some wins that you've had. And to be able to sit there and be like, I'm so proud of you. Because to be a mom and to be a teacher and to be a wife and to stay healthy, like to do all those things is hard. And I notice that you're doing all those things and I'm super proud of you. Yes, yes. No, do not get to the point to where you're being uh, antagonistic yeah, or you're, yeah. you know, you're showing an attitude. Yeah. Not at all. Be, yeah. be overly loving to everyone no matter what yeah and over and also be interested without expecting them to ask anything in return 
just like play a game with yourself and see how long you can go without saying anything about your life. Because life is too short to let something like that spoil a relationship. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not worth it. It is not worth it at all. Just love, love, love. Be interested without expecting anything in return. Right. The fourth thing is uh, to, to continue to do your thing, to be interested in those people, to love those people, even though they don't get it, even though they're just kind of like weirded out by it, but also to find more friends, to find some maybe some entrepreneurial friends or some growth mindseted friends or some people that do kind of get it and can cheer you on. You know, I'm watching Grey's Anatomy right now. I usually only watch The Office, but, you know, I'm trying to grow some skills, some copywriting skills, just writing in general. And one thing they say is like, hey, you need to be well, well-rounded in just some things that everybody watches. You should know a little bit about it and to be able to kind of use those references to connect with people. So I'm like, okay, Grey's Anatomy, I'm going to watch Grey's Anatomy. And I have learned so much from Grey's Anatomy when it comes to communication. And I love connecting guide culture and Grey's Anatomy scripts, and I just love it so much. And so I was uh, watching this episode about Alex Krev, Dr. Krev. You've seen Grey's Anatomy, right? Yes, I have. So you know Alex Krev. So there's one episode where his brother comes into the hospital. He's got this, like, something on his stomach that needs to be taken off. And his brother comes in. His name is Aaron. He's like, hey, my name is Aaron. I'm looking for my brother, Alex Krev. And the whole hospital, all the staff is like, Alex has a brother? What? They had no idea. He had not opened up to them and told them that he had a brother. And so he comes and he's like, dude, what are you doing here? This is my work. And he's like, well, I was in town and I have this thing on my stomach that needs to be taken off. And so they go and they take him off, take him to surgery and they get this thing off his stomach. And Alex is in a patient room with him after the surgery and he's bandaging him up. He's sewing him and bandaging him. And his brother Aaron is like, Alex, you haven't been back in seven years where have you been? Well, earlier, Aaron spewed some info about Alex and told us that uh, he was in juvie, that his parents were drug addicts, that he was in all kinds of different foster cares, and he just had a lot of trauma in his childhood. And so when he asked him why he hadn't been back in seven years, Alex looked at him and he said, Aaron, I can't go home and still be a surgeon. Here, I'm a surgeon. People believe in me. They see me as a surgeon. They are also surgeons. And that is the only place that I can be a surgeon. I cannot go home. I cannot go to a toxic environment and continue to be a surgeon. And I am by no means saying that your hometown people are toxic at all. But I am saying that when you are with people that are surgeons, it helps you be more like a surgeon. And when you're with people that are growth-minded and that also might have a business and that also might experience some growth that's going on in their life, you can also continue to be growth-minded and experience more growth in your life. Yes, uh, the things that I read, because I read a lot about this, they talk about the environment that mm-hmm. you that you put yourself in, that you associate with, the people you associate with, is so critical. Mm-hmm. So critical, because you want to be around other people who are positive, optimistic, who have a growth mindset. Same thing with your kids. You want to get your kids in those same environments. The environment, the associations that you have are so mm-hmm. important. So important. It's so critical. And so it's just like have both. You know, have your friends from your hometown, quote, quote, hometown who might not get it and have friends who do get it 
and and invest in both of those relationships. Yes, yes, but be but be careful with your environments that you spend a lot of time with. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And that's why we love guide cultures because it is a bubble, it is a community, and it is an environment that is safe. No sarcasm, no making fun. You just just practice in a safe place where you can get a lot of awesome feedback. You know what a wonderful thing about that is? What? It's a growing community as well. It is ferociously growing it's awesome and the last fifth and final thing that you can do is just don't be mad don't be mad at those people don't be mad at the people who don't get it just meet them where they are wherever they are if they want to talk about the things that happened in high school 10 years ago you talk about those things with them and you make them feel heard and loved and encouraged because at the end of the day you don't know what's going on in their life You don't know really what they're feeling. They might see a confidence in you that they wish they had. And it's important to make them feel loved and heard and cared for no matter where they are in their life. Well, we all desire to be a positive influence in people's lives. And we do that through example. We do that through reaching out to people, through meeting them, pursuing them. Mm -hmm. And in order to pursue and reach somebody and help people grow, you have to go meet them where they are and just and try to bring them along a little bit at the time. Yep, absolutely. So the five things that you can know is that just to expect it. Remember, this happened to Jesus. This is going to happen to you. And to just be really thankful when people are supportive. To be thankful for those that are supportive and to tell them that you are thankful for them. To be genuinely and interested in all of your friends to find more friends and more community. And lastly, not to be mad at those friends, but just to uh, love them and to encourage them wherever they are. And bring them along. Bring them along for the ride as best you can. Yep. Remember, you are doing a good work and you do not need to come down. Thanks so much for listening. We cannot wait to see a lot of you in November, November 6th. 7th and 8th is the Guide Culture session. It's the last one of 2020, and we are so excited to have you all.